Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. Hello, everyone. I hope you are all doing fabulous out there. If you are on my YouTube channel, you probably saw an interesting titled video yesterday, but it was only for the members only people. So you have to click join $4.99 a month. They get the too much information stuff. So I explained in great detail what happened to me yesterday which was an attack. It happened to me and I just sat there. So I reflected and that is what I want to come to you with today. Okay. Let me explain. When I was by myself for any length of time, my husband would go on a business trip. I would just fall into whatever I wanted to do whenever I wanted to do it. And that included lots of immoral activities. Let's just say that, okay? Alrighty. With that in mind, I haven't done a couple of those activities for many, 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 many years. So it was quite the surprise when I was sitting there editing my Monday motivation video where all of a sudden the thought and the bodily urges and desires and arousal started happening to me. It came out of nowhere and it said, go watch porn. You can do it. You could get it done so fast. You will love it. You'll feel great afterwards. You could get to confession before your talk on Thursday. You could do this. Nobody's home. Nobody will know. And then at the same time, in response to that, but I'm editing a video here and Last week, when I was speaking, I told that audience that I will never say those words again about masturbation and pornography, ever, because of how embarrassing it was at this one confession that I went to quite a few years ago. So this conversation is going on in my head, and I'm still editing my video. I'm feeling the urge but my body never moved. It was like I was frozen on the couch. And then a few seconds went away because the conversation wasn't going back and forth anymore. I never moved. I was just looking at my phone and then just like a breeze. Gone are the urges. Gone are the bodily weirdness, right? Like I'm getting all excited to watch it. And then I'm fully peaceful, fully just calm. There's not an irritable urge in me. 
Now, what happened there? A, I wasn't paying attention. B, I did not immediately grab that thought. I was entertaining conversations. It was either me or it was God. I do believe it was me. I believe that voice with, I'm editing a video. I'm having a conversation with God. No, I'm sorry. Satan. My bad. (laughs) We want to have conversations with God. We do not want to have conversations with Satan. And that's what I was doing. I was having a debate with him. And I think somewhere God just knew I'm going to keep her here. She's not going to move. I'm not going to have her move. Now, I did not pray for grace. I did not pray deliverance prayers. I was not actively participating in this fight. And that is what I'm going to tell you not to do. Because if I look back, which I did, reflecting, I went back to my whole day. I said, how did this day start? Well, it didn't start with prayer. Why? Because I got up on my own and I came down and I got some coffee and I started listening to podcasts. I had my house by myself. I don't have to put earbuds in. I just did what I wanted to do. And that was not prayer. And then two, three o'clock in the afternoon, that was when I was sitting down editing my video. And that was when, of course, the attack happened. But earlier in the day, I had attacks. Two different kinds. One with pornography So probably three times I was thinking the thought of pornography came into my mind. What do I mean? Well, I was online and I was scrolling through some things and I saw a woman in a tan dress. And this is what Satan can do. He can take things that we see and twist them. So what I saw was a woman naked. And immediately the thought of pornography came into my head and, you know, the good feelings that come along with it, blah, blah, blah. But I immediately said no out loud. This is what I said. No, absolutely not. The thought went away, the vision went away, and on I went. And that happened to me two more times. But It also happened to me around noon where Satan said, eat, 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 and then throw it up. Y'all know that I've fought a little bit with bulimia back in the day. This again is something that I don't do. This is years past. Eat sugar, eat all that stuff in there, but you could puke it up. I mean, giving me all of these reasons to do these things and then the excuses of how to make it better after, right? (laughs) But I did the same thing. I grabbed that thought immediately. I choked it and I said, no, no, that is so not going to happen. Okay. But then I did sin because remember I pushed off my prayers, my consecration prayers, people. I pushed them off. And I didn't even do them that day. So while I didn't sin with pornography and I didn't sin with gluttony, I sinned by not keeping God the center of my life. And by not doing my consecration prayers, I said, I'll just do two the next day. This has not been the most consistent (laughs) and deep consecration that I've 
been through, let me just tell you that. But I'm not giving up and I'm not stopping. Every day can be different. So this morning, that's exactly what I did. Because I'm doing the Discernment of Spirits series, I was doing some research on rule, what is it, five and six. And so don't, in your moments of desolation, when you don't feel God, do not walk away from your prayer life. Do not turn from what you have established or decided to do when you were in consolation. So yesterday, last night, I just said enough. And I did all my prayers and caught myself all up. Actively participating in my spiritual walk, which is what I want us all to do. But I really want you guys to fight, to immediately grab it, choke it, say no, deliver it. You know, ask, say, Mary, come protect me. Hail Mary. Whatever you need to do. But do it fast. Do not converse with the demons. They're very, very, very clever. And I want to thank God for protecting me and Mary from that situation. I cannot imagine, had I fallen, the shame, the regret, the self-hatred, the self-disgust, right? Like, are you kidding me? You're going to go have a talk with people and you just did this? Now, this doesn't mean that I'm trying to be something that I'm not. I am human. People do fall. And if I fell, I would tell you. And if I fell, I would tell everybody else tomorrow because that's who I am. There's always moments to learn when we fall and when we have those triumphs. So I'm happy to tell you about a triumph for once. <laughs> Usually it's me learning my lessons from falling or making decisions or not being aware. And in this case, while I was aware, I didn't fight immediately. I didn't shut it down fast enough. So it could have gone in a bad way. And I didn't deliver spirits. And I didn't tell God to help me. I didn't cry out to Mary. I didn't do any of that. So again, the grace of God came through for me at the time when I needed it the most, even though I kind of wasn't even paying attention, but I was, I mean, gosh, I wish I could explain it. I had all of the sensations of wanting to go do this and getting all jazzed and ready to go. And yet my body wouldn't move. I was hearing all these thoughts bantering around yet. I was like, who's talking up there? It was so crazy, crazy. All right, let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Oh my gosh, Lord, thank you so much for protecting us. Even when we don't even see it sometimes, you are there. You are pouring grace over us, you and Mary, and all the holy angels and saints and St. Michael and the guardian angels that we all have and the Holy Spirit within us. 
Thank you so much for helping us in this spiritual battle that we fight every day, every moment. And better yet, thank you for rising to our eyes the lessons and the wisdom and the knowledge and the understanding that come from you in these moments if we reflect and we allow you to help us understand what truly is going on in our life. Thank you for keeping us on the path. And thank you for forgiving us when we fall off because you are our strength. You are our hope. And you are our peace, our love, our joy. And so today, we ask that you Fill us to the brim with your Holy Spirit so that we can be love to ourselves and others and stay on that narrow path and rejoice when we walk away from those temptations. In your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, Your root sin is what Satan and all of his minions are going to continue to attack. It's going to be pride, vanity, or sensuality. Vanity, caring way too much about what other people say about you. That insecurity, always wondering, oh, what are they saying? Oh, is it about me? Oh, I need to be like this. They want me to be like that. Pride, taking an exorbitant amount of your own credit. Your life is because of you and only you, and you only live for you. It's all because of you. Might even be a little narcissism in there. And then sensuality. Sensuality is beyond sexual desires, pleasure. But it starts with that. So for me, all I did was seek things that gave me a high I sought things that gave me, obviously, you know, an endorphin rush, whether it be sugar, whether it be a climax through masturbation, whether it be marijuana, alcohol, whatever, (laughs) whatever other drug I could get from someone. But the other part of sensuality is also being lazy, being set in your own ways and not getting out of your comfort zone. I think sensuality is the worst (laughs) because I, and I've had all three, by the way, many of us have all three, but one is dominant and that's where Satan will attack you until the day you die. So it's really important to know your weaknesses because Satan knows them. So do the little demons that have been assigned to you your whole life. All right, everyone, I am going to wrap up. If you think about it today and you're praying, I would love if you find it in your heart to just pray for safe travels for me heading up to Nina, Wisconsin, and that tomorrow these catechists in their hearts get lit on fire to teach people about the faith, whether it's adults or youth or children, 
And if you're a catechist or if you're someone out there, geez, all of us should be catechists, quite frankly. We have to honestly live our lives, be a witness of the faith. That's the best way to teach it. But when you're teaching and you only have people for a certain amount of time versus your family and your coworkers and neighbors and stuff who see you all the time, you got to have a plan. And that plan is you. It's about your life, your prayer life, your ability to love these people you are teaching, your ability to know the information, but to deliver it in an emotional way. How, excuse me, how you do it through stories, your own vulnerable stories, or the ones that God has given us many in the Bible. But you don't teach it. You share it. You speak from the heart. You get to the crux of the difference between Catholicism and any other religion. I know there are books out there that everyone's supposed to get through and the, and the plans and the, the work plan, the teacher's plan, whatever it is. I know you have to get through certain things, but we all know that stories that touch us in an emotional way are the best teaching tools we have. Because we are built on relationships. If you go back to the church, not everybody could read. That's why they had the stained glass windows. Those stained glass windows had pictures and those people who showed their children and everybody else those pictures, shared a story around that picture. All I want to say is this. If you are out there in any teaching capacity, and I consider myself one of them, we can deliver information like a loving father to a loving child. Or we could deliver information like a teacher student. Totally different. Totally different. Think about when you've learned something from your father, from your mother, or maybe you didn't have a mother or father that were really active in your life, but someone who was a great role model and who took the time to love you and to teach you, and you remember it. You remember how you feel when, you know, so-and-so was teaching you something. You felt like you were, you know, taken into his or her arms, that you were loved. And now you walk away and you've got a new skill and you're all excited about it. Versus you go to school, you sit in a seat, you learn from a teacher who you don't even like because they're always whining and complaining about stuff. They hate their job. And all you do is go through books you memorize things so that you can write them on a test later. There's no feeling other than I hate this. This is boring. That's the difference. We have to make the Catholic faith real. Real. How do you live it? What are the real stories? All that kind of stuff. Okay. Jeez, I'm going off on a whole new topic. Look, I'm almost on another 10 minute podcast. Look at you. You almost got a winner, winner, chicken dinner, double banger podcast here. Okay. 
off to your day. Go be love, but seriously reflect. Because if you don't reflect, you're going to be that student in the class who's just never going to learn. You're thinking you got a roadblock or you're thinking God doesn't talk to you or you're thinking that you're never going to be healed when quite the opposite is the case. So get into the relationship and allow God in. (laughs) All right. Find something more with God, everyone. I love you so much. Have a blessed and inspired day.